What's going on? Dude, what is going on? Do you actually know what's going on? No. This is Nikki. <laughs> this is Haley. And this is Dude, What's, what's going, going On? A podcast where we talk about... Well, we celebrate the total insanity that is human existence. Yeah, the complete chaotic energy that is not only our day-to-day lives, but human life. Yeah. We need to accept it and embrace it and most importantly, talk about it. That's what we're doing here on this podcast. We're really living la vida loca out here. <laughs> Dude, in so many ways. I can't. So basically, um, Haley and I have been thinking about doing this podcast topic for a little while now. Yes. It involves essentially our our journey to applying to the CIA. Yes. Well, um, the thing is, we. what's interesting is that this, we're going to talk about how we both interviewed with the CIA, how we got there in the first place like talk about our interview experience and just because it was really really crazy it was it was a very intense thing to go through i think at the age we were yeah um, and also like very random too like we're when i think about it we are very like pretty much like happy-go-lucky people not super serious at all I think I can be more serious than you perhaps <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> i mean i can be serious when it calls for that's it that's true when it like but I don't choose to be. I don't think it's fun to be. I mean, for me personally. Well, it's like signing your life up a little bit to go into like the army or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, like, you just have to be really committed to it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Well, we didn't know that. Our our version yeah. of what being spies were slash, if you want to call it that, I, our, I think our interest really started in high school. Yeah, that's where it started. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So basically a quick rundown for this. We're going to talk about our experience interviewing with the Central Intelligence Agency, if you didn't know what the CIA was. What it stood for. I hope so. Yeah. Which is a different branch than the FBI. Yeah. A lot of people kind of confuse them. But CIA is international, while FBI is domestic. And um, it's not a law enforcement agency. It's a information collection agency so yeah. i think that's really really where the line is drawn yeah that is it's really all about collecting information yes so let's just start from the beginning well i don't we weren't really friends like in middle school but this is this is kind of started the reason why i loved like the idea of being a spy was i used to be play like as a spy like growing up as a kid like playing games in my oh backyard. me too yeah i me feel like we too. did that. i don't know if we did that together but we would i would always do that like, there's always had to be a mission. Like, every time... There I, always had to be a mission. Like, there couldn't... Dude, I think, like, every time we hung out, there was, more or less, there was some sort of, like, mission that we were on. We were always on a... Like, like we had to get something done. There was yeah. something we had to do. And, like, I feel like to this day, it's just, like, kind of To this it. day, yeah. <laughs> to this day, whenever we hang out, we're like, okay, so what are we going to do? Yeah. It's, something it can't be, be, like, we're just hanging out. Chilling. Yeah. No, it's like, what are we doing, dude? And, like, we have four hours to do this. Well, let's do it. We And we would always used to say this phrase, like, always on the go. Because we don't... We, we, we don't sleep, sleep. We don't eat. Yeah, we're like, together. We don't sleep. We don't eat. It's just, what are we doing? It's it's nonsense all day. It's like know. 18 yeah. things concurrently happening at the oh, same time. Right, yeah. It's just like chaotic energy, which goes back to the podcast name. Like, I don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. We're just... We're just winging it. We're just winging it. And we're also winging this podcast right now. We're 100% so winging this podcast. <laughs> okay, so back to our interests. Okay. So, so yeah, I also was really into spying yeah, so growing we played, up. We played spies growing up as kids. And I, I was actually subscribed to this thing through Scholastic Book Fair, Spy University. I would get books delivered to my place every really? month. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. And I would get like Dude, spy Scholastic equipment. Scholastic Book Fair was 
Yeah, I would get spy equipment. It would be like how to break codes, which is so funny. I went into, I was like so obsessed with their like little ciphers for like yeah. codes and different things. Um, yeah, and I like even with some of my friends growing up, like we would have missions. We would spy on like their siblings or like yeah, for fun. We'd be in the backyard. I'd be like digging a hole, and my mom's <laughs> like, "What are you doing?" I'd be like, uh, "I'm trying to find this letter that this." person wrote me in 50 years ago she's like are you okay i'm like no <laughs> that's the point where your mom's like dude what's she's going like, on the lawn guy just put fresh grass why are you digging up a hole yeah no um i said yeah, i made a, i made a i made a fort in my in my parents yeah basement. forts were a big thing in in like the um i made like a base camp in the back of the in the back of the um basement where they had the storage where it was like there was, like, pipes and vents and stuff. And I remember, like, decorating it with, like, weird, like, confetti things. And I would sit in this, like, dusty back room of the basement. Dude, you know what's crazy? Like, I wonder if our parents were, like, genuinely concerned for us at some point. <laughs> They're, like, little drunk people. They are. They're many drunk people. And ever since someone told me that, I was like, kids are literally many drunk people. It's really funny when you think of it like that. It is. Um, but anyway, okay. So, yeah, we, we played got, spies. Played spies. We built forts. And then, and we should talk about the spy camp that we did. That was the real catalyst that, to That all was this. the catalyst. Okay. So basically, I got the, I don't know who got it in the mail first. I think I, you did. I think I did. It was yeah. this ad, you know, the, there's like these things you can sign up for when you're in high school and you can go to like a summer camp essentially. Um, this one was called National Student Leadership Conference. Looking back, I mean, they are really cool experiences. I do think like it's kind of like a money grab. Like they do kind of just like take your money. But yeah, it's like a Mary Kay, but for <laughs> <laughs> it's but, like a pyramid scheme. We had no idea. No, no, no. no. It's legitimate. It's legitimate. It's yeah. legitimate. But it is a little bit of a money grab. It's like they have all these things. They have like medical. They have film. They have really cool ones. We yeah. wanted the one that was about national security. Um, yes, and essentially we went whole, out to DC. Yeah. So we our trip. We had a one week trip out to DC. And it was honestly one of the best times yeah. ever. Yeah, it was Also, amazing. we were at a very, like, innocent point in our lives where yeah. everything was just, like, new. And it was our first trip, like, without parents. Yeah. And basically the whole point of the trip was um, the final pinnacle of it was this um, well, National Security Council simulation. Yeah. That was the whole it, point of the that trip. That was the whole point of it. And so... There was, like, you were, like, you were... You had to mock a... The it was kind se- of, like... Model UN, like, on steroids. Yeah, it was on steroids. Yeah. You got, like, these big books. Everyone got a role. You were supposed to, like, fight, like, a, a national security threat Yeah, they, like, pose, like, a fake national security threat. You, like, go into the, like, the war room, essentially, yeah. for hours. and you're, like, in a conference room with, like, 30 other students. I've had no experience with this type of stuff ever. I have no idea what's going on. I remember I was assigned, like, attorney general, even before I knew what an attorney general was. So I was, like, super nervous. That's actually hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And what were you again? I was the national security advisor. Advisor. I think I was the advisor. I basically, I don't even remember the name. I should know this. That's sad. But yeah, I basically was the advisor to like the president. So basically everyone was trying to convince me because I made the final call. Yeah, that's right. And so I was like, all right, what do you you got, Secretary of State? What are you going (laughs) to offer me? Dude, yeah, literally like your job was just like 
I don't know, asking people for things. Yeah, I was like, let me just assess the situation real quick. I got a yacht coming from Secretary of State. And no, no, but our government. No, I was like sweating bullets. Like I thought this, this. (laughs) She came back crying. I was crying, dude. I was so nervous. I didn't want to seem like an idiot because I'm horrible at public speaking. I'm so bad, dude, at public speaking. It's horrible. I'm sure that got anyway, to the test. So that was that was one big thing that we did. So what else did we do at that camp? Well, we also did we visited government agencies. So we went to the Pentagon. We went to I don't know. We had we had a bunch of speak. I think we had speakers coming from the FBI. But basically, the one that was confirmed that week that was the biggest deal is that the CIA allowed us to go visit. Yeah, which is really rare. Yeah, and um, it's very rare, and they only accept I think a few tours a summer and we got lucky because not all of the national student leadership conference people um there's like multiple weeks over the summer not all of them get to go to the cia so we were stoked we were stoked um and we heard from like the head of all the departments um it was like very intense going in yeah like a lot of security i think they actually talked about like what it would be like to work there also what's the process of applying internships we were in high school at this point so yeah we, like, applying for internships wasn't even on our radar. Yeah. We just wanted to get to college, but, like, we're very seriously interested about CIA. And, um, like, it, the thing is, too, it's, like, the way that those leaders spoke, like, they would be up there and they would be, like, yeah, like, the tech we see here is so incredible, like, and so amazing, and I wish I could talk about it, but, you know, you'll basically you'll just have to see for yourself. And yeah. And we have really have, like, amazing things that we do here, and... Like, I think people from the audience could ask questions. And, like, that, like, mystery right. was, like, so enticing. Right, yeah. Yeah. We basically left that, and we kind of looked at each other, and we're like, all right, like, we want to apply for the CIA internship. Yes. And, and we both looked at each other, and we both just knew. We and both we, just knew. We were and we're it. just like, yeah. We're like, let's just see how far this can go. Yeah. Because you know what? So I, also, I went to the bathroom at the CIA. Mm. Um, great backstory. Wait, this. during when we visited? Yeah, when we visited. Okay. I am not joking. I had to get up and like you couldn't just leave the room. There oh, was just, the, do you have the, the security guy? The security you? guy yeah. had to escort me down the hall. Like, I don't know. He walked with me maybe 20 feet and then he like put his walkie talkie up and, and was like, like, some, like Jane Doe is, is moving is heading down the corridor now and i like i take like i don't know 20 more steps and like a like, guy's at the end of the hallway high school kid gonna like be a threat yeah, to yeah. at the end of the hallway yeah jane doe just arrived i'm like what the hell I'm like i'm just going pee in the bathroom it's like i'm Dude. it was crazy um so now we're in college and now we're college we both apply our um sophomore year which is when we were eligible right yeah um but i we, think you applied a little bit later than i did I think I did. Yeah. So backstory, Nikki and I both applied for internships. These internships were designed to lead into permanent jobs. So basically these were jobs. Like it was a, it was a, I think it was back to back two summer internships that would, that would eventually lead to a job offer. So we both applied, but we didn't tell each other we applied because you're not supposed to tell anybody besides, Mm -hmm. um, I think it was your parents, your one parent or parents. Maybe it was one parent, Maybe, two parents. Yeah. My, both my parents knew. Yeah. I mean, Your parents, and that's they're it. They're not going to talk. Yeah. So we didn't tell each other. So while we were going through all these but experiences. But we knew. But we knew. Basically, I applied online. Um, I applied to both a co-op and an internship. And they were basically like, they don't contact you at the CIA. Okay. So they only contact you if they're interested in you. If you don't hear anything in three months, you're disqualified. Yeah. There's no point in sending emails. There's no phone number you can call. They're basically like a mystery. You just submit something to a mystery inbox online and and pray for the best yeah so i apply online um and then and then i wait 
and then my school career fair comes up and I'm and so I go to the I go to the job fair and the CIA is there and so I go that is crazy that the CIA was at your job fair yeah the CIA because I don't think it was at my job fair yeah they were chilling out there with all the other government agencies they give me an interview slot and I'm like okay cool and it was like kind of like an informational interview session just to like kind of like pre-screen people was it like just you or like it was just me okay and like basically I was like but I already applied so like I don't know how this works so I just show up to the interview anyways knowing I had already applied and I go and I talk to him like you know I did already apply but I just kind of wanted to like come here because I don't really know what I'm supposed to do and like maybe you guys can give me any tips about where my application is in the thing and he's like oh okay well you don't have to have this interview then what's your name and then I give him my name and he's like oh okay yeah I remember you in the system or something like that I'm like okay and then I wonder if those were like recruiter people or like who were those I don't know but they already kind of knew who I was and because I, I gave them my name and then he left and he came back. He's like, oh, yeah, OK. So, yeah. So a couple months go by. I don't hear anything. I'm like, whatever. I don't get it. So, I, you know, I applied in the fall. I heard nothing until the spring. I'm sitting at a restaurant with my friends. I get this weird email from like, it's just like it was like a weird, it was a weird email address who it was from. And then inside it basically was like, ba- like, thanks for applying to this co-op internship. We want to move forward with your application. I'm like, holy f-. I'm like. I get up out of the restaurant. I actually walk outside because I'm like reading these instructions. There's like all these instructions in the emails. It's like take this, um, take this aptitude test and this personality test. And they're about, I don't remember how long they were, hour, 45 minutes each. And then that's crazy that you like remember getting that email at that exact moment. Yeah, I remember. Because I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I think my memory's jaded a little bit from <laughs> I don't know why okay anyway go on yeah so I get this test and I remember I, I don't tell anyone I'm so excited I only tell my parents I go home the, and then the next day I take the test or I submit it you don't hear anything and in the emails they basically say like you're not going to hear anything from us mm-hmm. if you don't hear from us like assume you didn't get it but if we contact you again obviously then you're moving forward so you're just kind of like sitting in the dark like submitting things into the dark you don't know what's going on um, yeah, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and then yeah. and then I start getting fake letters from like an undisclosed address, mm-hmm. essentially. And um, well, they're real letters, but it's a fake letterhead. It's a fake letterhead with like yeah. a fake business. And and then I think it was after that, then I got the thing in the mail, and the thing in the mail said we want to fly you out to DC for an interview. Um, so then in June, that's when I got got flown out, and this was right before I was about to leave to study abroad. Um, and I just remember getting all these all these emails with like different rules you had to follow when you flew out. So they paid for my flight and my hotel. But basically, in the instructions, which I still I still have the emails, it basically tells you to remain anonymous. Yeah, remain anonymous as possible going on like yeah every single like any transportation that you're using. Yeah, anything like that. Right? They're like they they say have a story that's unrelated to what you're doing and unrelated to who you are. Don't, you know, don't give out your last name. Don't even say your name. Make up a fake name, you know, um, only, or only use your first name. Um, they really discourage the use of any cell phones. Like only use the hotel phone. Don't use your cell phone. Use if you're going to use, I think this was before Uber, but they basically said, yeah, this was definitely before Uber. This was before Uber. They're like, use yeah. the hotel to call a taxi and, um, use two different taxicab companies. Memorize the other taxicab company and use two different taxicab companies. Um, don't Dude. use a credit card. Only use cash. This is my first interview 
this is my first hotshot interview with any company ever. The only job I've ever had before this was like working at Club Monaco in the mall. Yeah. Okay? Like, Dude, actually, when I think about it, the only job that I had was literally working at Abercrombie for two days and they quit. <laughs> yeah. So then I fly out to DC and, you know, I take a ca- taxi cab there. I show up. There's security at the start. I'm actually like really talking up the security officer a lot. I have to put wait my, security where at the before I even get to the place you have to go through security. I have to I have to I, they have to take my bag. They take my cell phone. The only thing I brought in with me was like I think a pencil and a notebook. All yeah, of that yeah. They goes take everything. Security. Yeah. You do a pat down. Everything and then you're not like you're with someone the whole time you're on the campus. Like they, you are never out of sight. And then I go into a car and then they shut shuttle me across some road to I remember the main that place show, yeah and then you get out and then you walk in with someone and I am so nervous at this point I walk in and so I walk in through the main glass doors and then there's like turnstiles where people scan their badges to get into the CIA I am like okay I'm gonna go through the turnstile too so yeah so then I go upstairs and th- you check in and God, I don't think you check in with your name. I think you checked in with your social security number. You were yeah. literally just straight up a number to them. Or your passport. I can't remember. Or your passport. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah. to like bring something like right, that. Right, 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 right. And then I just sat in the fucking lobby, I don't know, for like two hours. And then I kind of figured out who the other internship people were because they were like three other young guys. So it's like three dudes, me, and I'm like chatting them up and I'm like asking like what their backgrounds are. They're like so unfriendly, so uptight, like... Okay. Yeah, it was, like, super weird. And then okay. all of a sudden, they call everyone back to the room. They do a big, like, I don't know, like, introduction. So they call everyone back. It's not just the intern- interns. It's everyone who's applying for a job. They, they call people back in sections. And so we go in there. They kind of do a breakdown of the CIA. And then um, basically they ask everybody with the jo- who applied for a job to get up and go into a next room for a different thing. Yeah. And then there's only the internship people off. There's like four of us. And then they were kind of like, they were pretty strict. Like they were like going over all the rules and be like, if you did this, if you did this, if you did this, leave. Yes, like, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Leave. Like, do not apply, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. So basically, the job, I never told you a job I applied for, but I applied for a technology role it was um a co-op slash internship i was going to be i was studying software engineering so i was going to be doing something with that probably programming i don't really know basically what they told me so this is this is perfect so yeah basically what ended up happening is you know the people came in they made us all raise our hands i'm the only one that raised my hand to say wait so were the other people that were uh interviewing with you were they also like were they in tech too? They were or? doing tech too. Yeah. Okay. We were so all they were all in the same vibe. Okay. And okay. I don't know. Like I don't know if we were like the final four. I don't know if there were more. I have no idea. I go back. It was like a two-hour interview. It was Ooh, long. Okay. You had that one. Okay. Okay. And it was with two people, and they interviewed me, and it was it was all behavioral stuff. I went through my whole resume with them, and there was just like a bunch of behavioral questions, like mm-hmm. what would you do in this? What would you do in that? I walked out of there and I was like, well, I hope I got picked. I feel like I got picked, but who knows? And and then that was it. It was honestly like not, the interview was intense. Yeah, they basically told me like, hey, like you, I was like, so am I going to be working out of like this office? Like what would happen? They're like, you don't know where, where you'll work. Basically, you could work somewhere really, really cool and do something super, super boring. Or you could be working somewhere 
like super super boring and be doing something really really cool you're um, like well that's specific yeah i was like or and they're like or you could be doing anything in between i was like okay, okay did they so tell like, you this because this is what they told me they told me once we got the internship um that we would do a six-week boot camp six-week boot camp that's a tongue twister isn't it yeah six-week boot camp <laughs> say that 10 times no uh that was for your program only, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that was just for my program. Yeah, I think it was. Um, because we do that and you wouldn't, like, have contact with society, basically, for, like, six weeks. It I mean, kind of an immersion program after well, you got accepted. Yeah, I mean, same with me. I mean, like, how they said it would happen is, like, I, I wouldn't really be able to, like, contact people when I had the internship. And I would essentially have to make up a fake job and fake place where I was going and may have to have, like, a different number. To contact people. Yeah. They told me that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, basically what happened from there, uh, in, in total, the whole interview thing was like three to six hours. I don't know. Some, that's a big that's a big time difference, but it was somewhere in between that. And then, the and then, so basically what happens after that is I went home and I had to study abroad. And so I went abroad and my mom received something in the mail that basically said I was accepted. And she had to call on my behalf. So she had to call the CIA and, like, basically be like, she's out of the country. Like, I can't respond. The, the one rule is if you're out of the country, you cannot respond to the yeah, CIA. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you cannot yeah. respond to the CIA. So I was yeah. like, I don't know what to do because I have to accept this by the end of, like, J- July or something. And I'm out of the country. Mm-hmm. So my mom's going to have to call on my behalf. So my mom calls the CIA and they basically just say, like, what's her social? And my mom messes up my social. She does? She messes up my social. And and so then she's they're like, okay, well, we don't have anyone in our system like that. And she was like, okay, well, like, let me double check because she's going off memory. She's like, let me double check and I'll call you back. So she hangs up the phone. She calls them back. The operator picks up. My mom goes, hi, this is... Operator cuts her off, says, I know who this is. Really? Yes. They knew who your mom was? Yeah, it's not weird. Wait, like, that is you, really weird. Why the fuck? Like, why would you say it like that? So, you're like, huh, your mom should have been like, well, good, because I know who you are. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, sure. Actually, no, that would have been stupid. And then okay. they'd be like, ma'am, we're tracing your line. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're cut. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically, that's what happened. And my mom, my mom accepted the offer for me. I wonder if the phone calls were recorded. Oh, my God. I'm sure 100%. I, I wouldn't put a single thing past them, you know? Yeah, true. Um, so, basically... I accepted the offer. I come back from my study abroad. And the next process was a clearance process for top-level security clearance that could take up to 9 to 12 months. And um, I would have to go on campus and get a – on their – and say on campus. I have to go to their headquarters again to get a polygraph test. I have to get a psychological evaluation. And I had to fill out this form. It was like a T89 form. It basically – you had to detail – it was long. It was very long, and you had to detail every place you had ever lived, mm-hmm. who your neighbors were, who your best friends were, where they lived. I had to like get all my friends' addresses somehow. Mm-hmm. My my who I, my who I hung out with in college, their addresses, like everything, everything, everything about your life, every single detail. If you're dating someone, everything they had to know everything, and I did put you down mm-hmm. online um, because how could you not? And then, and then. I ended up making a decision to not go forward with the internship. Um, in the end, I think it was 
Dun dun dun. Too much. You're basically kind of looking back on it now. I'm so glad we didn't do it. Well, my mom really did want me to do it. I don't. Yeah, my mom did not want me to do it too. Well, we should talk about yours. Okay. I I, I do want to hear about your experience because. Okay, I'll try to make it quick and simple, but I'll give you guys the details. She, you, you need to give them the details. Maybe mine was too detailed. Okay, I majored in international relations in college. And unlike Nikki, I applied for a position called, the internship was for an operations officer. It's called an OO, which is basically your job is you work, most of operations officers work overseas, recruit other spies from different countries, and basically turn them against their own country and make them become U.S. spies. That's the whole job. And when I saw that, I was like, Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me the f- up. I, I wish it I applied so to that cool. one. I thought I had more of a chance. What do you mean you had more of a chance? I thought I had more of a chance doing this, the technology internship than I did clandestine, which is why I applied to it. Um, I didn't get as much details about it as you did. Yeah. Because they can't release the information they're doing with the tech stuff. Yeah. At least with True. They can't release like, anything. They yeah. had to be super GL with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like Nikki, I had... First, I get... Um, can't remember if it was a letter or email, but it was basically like, congratulations, applicant, you're moving on to the next step of the interview process. Let's uh, throw some logic games at you and see if you can like pass. Oh, the, I did these. Yeah. So what they did, they sent me some like sort of link and basically locked out my computer. Like, yes. Like an exam, like yes. you know, exam four, one of those applications where it locks out your computer. You can't go on the internet. You can't do anything. And asks you a serious series of like logic games, and I can't like really remember. It took me like one to two hours, but I can't really remember that many of the specific questions. But I remember one question specifically was like, someone puts you in a room and you turn three hundred sixty degrees and you make a right out of the right door, but then you have to like duck down for this thing to come, and then you have to make another twenty degrees, and then you have to like flip. 500 degrees and it's like oh. you're moving around and then you you flip backwards but then like blah 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 blah. it's like all these crazy things that are happening and then the end it's like where are you in the room and i'm like what so i'm in like my basement i'm like moving around i'm like trying to figure out like what's going on and there's a craziest series of like logic game questions they make no sense they make no no sense i, I think like- it's more like testing your ability to just like navigate a super complicated situation that yeah, literally makes I would no get, sense. They had like paper, like mine was like, I'd see a piece of paper and there'd be like hole punches in it. And mm-hmm. then they'd fold it up, like fold it this way, fold it this way, flip it this way, flip it this way, unfold this, unfold this, where are the dots? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was like, Billy, Billy crosses the road at 2.01. Sally crosses the road at 2 o'clock. But Billy's walking five miles more per mile than Sally. Where is Jeff? <laughs> I'm like, Who's yo, Jeff? dude, I did not sign up for this. Okay, so two months later, I miraculously passed this exam that I took. I found out. And like you, I get a letter from the mail. It's from like a fake business letterhead. It's like, congratulations, you move on to the next round. I was like, this is crazy, but I'm down. <laughs> but I'm down. I knew you were going to say that. But I'm down. Okay, so it's like next round of interviews, you're going to Manhattan. Um, they give you all these protocols. You can't tell the taxi driver where you're going. You can't tell the hotel staff why you're staying you at the hotel. You fly out alone? No, my mom comes with me. Oh, I flew out alone. Oh, okay. My mom came with me. That's nice. Yeah. 
They go, sit in the hotel lobby and someone will be there to meet you. And you'll know. <laughs> and they go, you'll know who it is. That is so f***ing creepy. There's, it's shady. They're like, you know who it is. And I'm like, I don't, but okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally like just a little girl in a suit, just <laughs> trembling, nervous for this interview. In Manhattan. And I'm supposed to wait for some person to come up to me and I'm going to know who it is. You're like 5'1", 95 pounds. You're like, I'm ready to be an agent. I'm in the lobby. I'm trembling. I'm nervous. I'm waiting with like my, they don't, I don't, I don't, you can't even bring your phone with you. Oh, you couldn't bring your phone. Yeah, with you kid. There. So I'm just like sitting in the lobby, was there and like all a of a sec- sudden I see these security two. Or anything? What? There was no security. No or security. Nothing. Oh my god. It's just it's a random hotel. Like yeah. they, they do the interview in the hotel. Oh my god. So I'm in the lobby. Hotel room? No, no, no. I'm in the lobby right now. Oh, okay. Um, then this woman and man come up to me in the suit. Okay. And they're like, "Are you here for the interview?" They take me up to the elevator. Okay. It's like a scene from a movie. Okay. We're in there with our suits, and we're just <laughs> facing the front door of the elevator. They pick the the highest floor of the entire hotel. I think it was like it, the hotel was really really tall. It was a it was a skyscraper. Okay. We're talking skyscrapers. We're talking skyscrapers. We're talking ninety first floor. <laughs> Get up! I forget what floor it was. Could have been the ninety first floor. They go into a conference room, lock the conference room door. We sit down. And they're it's like, just it's game thing. time. We're about to start this interview. Okay. It's a four-hour-long interview. Four wow. hours. What? And during the interview, I actually have to do a briefing on a uh, political topic of my choosing that's relevant at the time. Wow. So it's basically like a presentation to them. That's like halfway through the interview where I have to do this like briefing, okay. political briefing. But the first half, they're asking me a lot of questions. Same thing as you. Um, basically, it's a really intense interview. How you grew up, blah, 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 blah. Um, they knew some things about me. They actually asked me about you. And then they go, yeah, and how did, um, Nikki Vardabedian have a, have a part in that? And I was like. And you hadn't talked about me before. I have never talked about you. I didn't put you in my application. I didn't put you on anything. Yeah. So whatever background investigation thing they're doing. They clearly did something. They clearly did something to find out that you were. And they also knew, maybe because they knew they were interviewing too. So maybe that's why that they knew about you. Yeah. That was kind of like... So what do they ask? They're like, so how did Nikki Vardabedian have a play in your, like, childhood, basically? And I, I, I remember saying something along the lines of, like, you helped me, like, really find myself or something, like, we were, because we were, like, best friends, and um, at the end of it, um, they ask me to do some role-playing. Oh. Where they're like, okay, we're gonna pretend a situation where hypothetically you are working for the cia and you're like on the subway in dc just going about your usual cia business and you happen to run into a friend from back home and let's enact the situation where i'll like the person who's interviewing me was like i'll pretend to be your friend and we're gonna act out and we're gonna see what you come with come up with on the spot so they're like so they're like okay are you ready and i was like okay i don't know what's going on but yeah sure and she was like, okay. Um, and then she pretended to be like, she like reenacted the situation and was like, oh, hey, Haley, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, what are you up to in D.C.? And I was supposed to make up like a fake job that I was doing where I was working. So I was like, oh, like, I just made something up on the spot. But they, they wow. basically they want to train you to be like, you're supposed to be like really good at lying. 
you like you're just supposed to be as vague as possible that's the thing being vague 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 um and if they ask for details to try to like they said to redirect the conversation to be asking them questions like oh yeah. so where do you work yeah like things like that um that was new york city okay right so go back home damn that's intense yeah we're gonna oh, they sit- told you you passed when you left um no no not till i got back i got another oh, letter in the mail they said oh. it passed and then they said they said okay here's a list of books you should read oh my god they sent me like 12 books about, i remember like, this part yeah. i think i remember this part because i think i remember accidentally seeing these books or something related to it in your room when i came over one time and i kind of knew yeah the whole interview process for me like lasted over a year wow it lasted a really really long time because they were really slow to respond yeah. you know and then on top of that just the interviews just took forever so they said, okay, next round you're going to D.C. And the interview there was a personality test. It was like, it was a personality test plus like a writing exam. Hmm. But I remember doing it in the computers, like in the table. Do you remember that? Have you ever done like an exam? Like the computer's like in the table. What hmm. are those called? I don't know. Oh, I do know. Where the We're like, no one, the yeah, no one can see the screen because it's inside the table. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I, don't I know like what do that, that is. and I was like, what's going on? Okay, so doing that, and then it was just like a, a bunch of like, I think it was like a four hour personality test. Wow. But it was questions about like your personality, but questions that didn't even make sense. A couple questions I do remember were um, like, do you have a fascination with fire? Oh. Like, what? Okay, what is the point of that one? A couple other memorable things was when I was in the room with like 30 other people who were also interviewing for the job or for the internship. And then the thing that really cracked me up was they said, if you've ever downloaded illegal music, leave the room. Oh, they did bring that up. That was a big thing for them. And that's what I really and want I to know. I definitely downloaded illegal music. I said, yeah, if you've had LimeWire on your computer, you're suddenly not like fit to be in the CIA. <laughs> And then they started going into detail about what the job was going to be like. Operations officer. When I first got into that room, they said they told me this, and I remember this very clearly. They said, if you get this internship, chances are you are going to marry someone in this room. So then a few months later, probably like four months later, I get a letter saying I didn't get the internship. That's sad. And I remember crying my heart out. Honestly, I have no, I have no regrets not taking taking the internship. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, God, you would not be able to live a normal life. You yeah. just really wouldn't. Like your family wouldn't be able to know what you do. You might have to have a whole new cell phone. You just would have to be. It would have to be so secretive that like, if you really want to have close relationships with people, and people are like the most important thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then like, you basically need to like have a relationship up. with someone who's also in the same field. Yeah. But it's like you pretty much know everything we have to share at this yeah. point. Um, um but this is officially the second podcast. How exciting. Yeah, how exciting. Also, um Thanks for listening if you're here again. Yeah. Or if you're a new if you're a new listener, welcome. Welcome. And if you guys want us to talk about anything, let us know what it is. Yeah, let us know. Um feel free to follow us on Spotify. Feel free to follow us at Nick and Hales on Instagram. Keep living La Vida Loca. Well, I'm Nikki. And I'm Haley. And this is Dude, What's Going On? What is going on? By Nick and Hills. Okay, signing off, guys. 